from the flight deck. This is the Plane Jockeys Podcast, where we dig into some of the stories and personalities you've seen on airline videos live. Our estimated time en route is, well, however long these guys want to chat. <laughs> now sit back and relax and enjoy the show. It's a lot more fun than reading the safety card. I promise. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Airline Videos Live Plane Jockeys Podcast. I am Plane Jockey Kevin. Oh, we are just days away from one of the biggest spotting events here in Los Angeles, California, called Spot LAX. 2022. And on today's podcast, we have Ben with NYC Aviation to tell us all about this upcoming spotting event. Ben, welcome to the show. Ah, thanks so much for having me. So Spot LAX is, this is actually our ninth year doing this. We originally called it the uh, LAX Meetup. That was for the first year back in 2013. And then we kind of gave it some branding the following year. The idea of Eventually expanding that, that kind of never happened. But uh, the brand, the Spot LAX branding has stuck around. Uh, and it's a chance for plane spotters and aviation enthusiasts from around the world to kind of converge on LAX in the Los Angeles area mm-hmm. and uh, kind of explore the airport and explore all of the wonderful aviation things in the region. Mm. And, and what kind of things uh, can you can you do this weekend? So uh, the, the prime focus is, you know, we'll be hanging out around LAX uh, at various locations. Um, you guys shoot at the H Hotel a lot. We'll be, that's kind of our base of operations. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been a great partner of ours for several years now. Um, but we'll get out to other spots. Proud Bird, we call it the New York name uh, was Imperial Hill. Most of the LA locals seem to call it Clutters Park. Okay. And a few other places around, in and out, of course. And, you know, it, plus you have the opportunity to go see some of the other things. In the past years, we've taken drives out to March Field, to the museum there, okay. um, and to see uh, some of the, like the um, air attack base for oh. wildfires that's down there. Uh, we've driven up to Palmdale. And Mojave to see, you know, boneyards and air parks and stuff like that. I think we have somebody going to California Science Center this year to see Endeavor. We've had people go to the Reagan Library before to see the old 707 Air Force right. One, stuff right. like that. Would, I mean, would you technically call this the big, biggest spotting event in Los Angeles? I mean, I think if nothing else by default, it sure is. Yes. I don't know of any others. So. I would say so. And I mean, the group behind this, NYC Aviation, can you kind of tell us about that? So NYC Aviation was founded in 2004 by Phil Derner Jr. and Matt Molnar. They kind of started out as kind of spotters community in New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, started out with a email newsletter and it quickly grew to being a website. And it quickly grew way past New York City to the point where we now say we're New York City based, but we're really kind of nationally and globally focused. If you follow us on social media, you'll see a lot of discussion on, you know, New York City airports as our area of expertise. But we'll also cover things that happen everywhere else out in the country. If it's interesting, Mm -hmm. you know, and especially if we're seeing poor information coming out, we want to get out there with 
a good narrative on, you know, how this is and how things are. So, oh, you know, over the years, the website grew. Um, for a while, it was one of the uh, biggest, largest enthusiast sites uh, on the Internet for uh, airplane enthusiasts. And, you know, over the years, things have happened. Um, Matt passed away back in 2012, uh, 2012 no, early 2013. And then Phil left about five years ago uh, to pursue other opportunities that weren't really compatible with him owning an aviation news website. Mm-hmm. Um, we still stay in contact with him. Uh, you know, he's, he's definitely still part of the family. Uh, even if he has to kind of live away from us. So Spot LAX has kind of become one of our big focuses of the year every year now. Uh, We honestly, we start planning in about, you know, October or early November. As soon as we, as soon as we're done decompressing from this year's, we will start planning next year's, uh, if nothing else, to get dates in place. Excellent. Well, I mean, you guys are all mostly on the East Coast, correct? By saying that, you're basically around the New York area. That's kind of, I guess you would say that's the base, but we have team members in Seattle. Uh, we have, we run ourselves on a board of directors model. Okay. So I'm New York based. I'm one of the directors, um, but one of our directors in Seattle, one of them is actually in the LA area. He actually works at LAX. Oh. Um, and then... Uh, we have a team member in Florida who runs our uh, forum side of things on the website. Uh, our web developer is based in Philly these days. Um, so we're really all over the place. How is, uh, and, uh, speaking of New York, everyone's familiar with New York and JFK, you know, being one of the premier spots for commercial aviation in the world. How is spotting there recently? Uh, lots of good places to watch planes and take photos. JFK is an interesting beast. I always tell people mm-hmm. um, to, to compare it to LAX. LAX is a very easy airport to spot at. Most of the spots are good most of the time. JFK, you need to know what runways they're using and where the light is. So if you go on nycaviation.com, you click plane spotting up on the top uh, tab bar and you click on JFK airport, you'll see that there are oh, eight or nine different locations to spot from at JFK. But at any given time, only one or two of them are actually usable for a decent photograph, if that's what you're going for. Right, right. JFK hasn't always been the most friendly place. They, we've had great communication with LAWA, uh, especially the past year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, the airport has always been very well known for being friendly to photographers. Right. JFK, while they're not hostile like they used to be, they don't exactly roll out the red carpet for us either. Mm. Um, but we sort of, through the brute force method over the years, have made it a really great airport response. You know, just getting people out there every weekend, sometimes weekdays. You know, the more we get seen by the community, we find the less problems we've had. What do you think the background is on that? Why why would L.A. be so open to plane spotters and New York not so much? Man, I think the the culture in L.A. Uh, I mean, the first, I remember the first time I came out in 2013. Mm-hmm. And after the weekend, it was a Monday morning and I got to Clutter's Park. I was 
probably the first person there. I was flying out later that afternoon. But over time, people just started showing up. And you really get, you don't just get the hardcore enthusiasts, the diehards. You get people who just bring their families out right. and watch because they know it's a spot where they can see the airplanes from. Right. Uh, and I think it's just been going on for so long that L.A. is great for this. New York, well, we had 9-11 happen here. And I right. really hate to blame things on 9-11. But when you talk to the guys who are out there spotting, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, in the 90s and 2000s, things got really difficult for a few years after 9-11. Right. The police department for the airports, it was also the police department for the World Trade Center. You know, JFK and LaGuardia haven't been too bad. I mean, I think at JFK, we deal with seven or eight, maybe nine different police jurisdictions in the various spots between New York City and the airport police and the border and counties police, uh, different park polices, you name it. But they, most of them have gotten very used to seeing us and they really don't bother us anymore. But it definitely wasn't that way for quite a while. Interesting. I mean, I've always talked about, you know, with our live shows, the live streams that we do on YouTube, I, you know, it's obviously it's put plane spotting maybe in the eyes of people that maybe not didn't understand it before and making it a little bit more understandable for the masses, I think. And and I think, you know, obviously people enjoy the show, but I also think there's a great message to kind of just float out there. And saying that, you know, this is enjoyable. People love this. There's nothing wrong with it. And, uh, it, you know, it's living proof every week on our show that, you know, we're actually an eye for the airport rather than uh, something bad for the airport. So hopefully, you know, oh, hopefully absolutely. that message kind of gets out there. Absolutely. Uh, I've long viewed us as we're definitely an asset. that we're not at risk. You know, every once in a while, you know, you especially in New York, you'll get a, you know, a police officer will come up and mm-hmm. you know, they'll, they'll pull out the, oh, with everything that's going on. And it's like, well, what's going on? <laughs> and how does photography have anything to do right. it? Right. You, know, you know, back up your statement here. Is right. there some experience where a photograph of an airport or an airplane has actually led to, you know, something bad happening? Right. And the answer is no. You know, you got you have to be nice about it. You know, sometimes you have to be firm. You know, generally when you explain things that way, you know, hopefully they understand a little bit. Right. And sometimes they do, and sometimes they don't. Exactly. And you guys have a pretty big uh, plane spotting uh, week called UN Week. There. We <laughs> <New> do. <laughs> um, unfortunately, it seems like every year it winds up with uh, Spot LAX. You know, we 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 tried for a few years to offset things by a week but we found we really had to move it by a matter of months and that just wasn't really viable especially with our ongoing partnership with brett snyder the cranky flyer uh right. and his cranky flyer dork fest that we hold the exact same weekend every year since 2018 but yeah you went you and we man it's it's wild it's not what it used to be 10 years ago you got some really exotic stuff that would be rare to see any, any really anywhere in the U.S. Um, 747 SPs, 707, Cupola, TU-154s, uh, an Aleutian IL-62, you know, mm. really great stuff. You know, over over the, really the last 10 years, a lot of that just doesn't show up anymore. Uh, mm. They all went to, you know, if, if they didn't buy 
a BBJ or an ACJ, they're leasing one. So yeah, you can still see some cool stuff. You know, the you know, Japan uh, actually just last year switched from their 747 uh, VIP transports to uh, 777-300ERs. Uh, South Korea is still using 747. And that's pretty cool stuff to see. Right. Turkey has a couple stunning aircraft, an A330 and a 747-AI. And they are absolutely gorgeous. Actually, one of my all-time favorite photos is the Turkish government A330 arriving in perfect golden hour light. Uh, It was at the end of an absolute awful day of gloom and clouds and low ceilings and not a whole lot of special airplanes. And all of a sudden, just before sunset, the sun came out and the plane came in. There were about 50 of us in a park. (laughs) And I've never seen such an excited group of 50 plane spotters (laughs) in one place. Very nice. So, uh, so, I mean, I guess I have to ask you. So any of us West Coasters that want to come out for UN Week, would you suggest it still? Or would you say, you know, just stay in the nice warm temperatures in L.A.? No, it's it's definitely still doing still worth doing. Okay. You know, it's UN week, man. It's the thrill of the hunt. It really is. Yeah. It's some of like three years. I took it pretty seriously uh, to the point people would call me Mr. UN week. Uh, it was, you know, holding myself up in my car, listening to the scanner because a lot of times they would do very late runway switches uh-huh. and you know, you'd have, you literally like, let's go They're go on the other side. You have to pile in, you know, break about 15 traffic laws and you'd pull into the other, to a spot where you could get a shot of it, uh-huh. you know, with seconds to spare sometimes, you know, it really took a lot of effort, but you could also have people from out of town and then just, you know, kind of hook up with the group and go with the flow. And when we say, Hey, we're going, they jump in and then go right with us. Is there, is there um, one spot there at, JFK that is like the ultimate spot kind of like at LAX I you know if you're on the south side obviously you're on the at Clutters Park you, you want those great uh, departures uh, maybe if you want some arrivals you go to the north side but if anybody ever you know thinks about LAX plane spotting they instantly think of Imperial Hill Clutters Park is there one place sure. at JFK that just is like the prime spotting location no not really okay. it- it, like I said earlier, it really all depends on what, run, which of the which sets of runways they're using. Right. Uh, JFK has two sets of parallel runways uh, at ninety degree angles to one another, um, and sometimes they'll run on three runways, what we call the split. Okay. Uh, so they'll either arrive on two parallels and depart on one of the parallels and a and a, and a crossing, or sometimes they arrive on crossing, and that's really where the challenge at JFK it's it's almost you some of those spots you just can't get between them in time it's a half an hour of driving and you have about wow. 10 to 15 minutes from the time <laughs> they check in until the time they're landing right oh the drama that's what we love about oh yeah spotting, don't it, we <laughs> it's you know LAX man it's a it can almost be say the term novice but it definitely could be a beginner's airport you can go right. there with a camera and you can have a lot of luck. JFK, you could go there with the camera and do what I did the first time and say, I'm going to go to this spot. Uh-huh. And, and you 
stand there for half an hour and you haven't seen a single airplane. Ah. You, know, you, you pull up, you know, what man, when I was starting, it was, you know, either a scanner or live ATC.net. Uh, we didn't really have flight radar 24 back right. then. Right. But you, yeah, you'll pull up, you know, your, your choice of thing that tells you where the airplanes are going. And it's like, Oh, cause I have to go to this spot, you know, 15 minutes away. Now that isn't to say there aren't great spots. I would say if you had to pick one as our kind of iconic spot, it's only because it's the only one that's really been given a spotter specific nickname. Mm -hmm. uh, it's the one we call the mountains and it's okay. primarily for runway 22 left arrivals in the evening. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's a, it's a soccer field next to a school uh, with a big old berm that you really, you used to be able to go up on top of it. Some people still do, but it's become very overgrown the last couple of years. But you know, almost in my opinion, you don't need the mound. You can go out on the soccer field. Well, a lot of times we'll just stay in the street. You know, it's kind of a horseshoe street around the school. So you don't get too much traffic. You can spend, you know, hours there until they change the runways on you or it gets dark. <laughs> You know, I always tell everybody on the show, I'm like, if you're coming out to L.A., at least give yourself like two to three days because, you know, oh, we've got sure. the north side, we've got the south side. I mean, obviously, we've got a lot of planes coming in and out no matter what side you're on. But if you're coming out for, you know, certain plane and you're on the north side and all of a sudden it goes to the south side, at least you give yourself an extra day to maybe go to the south side to maybe possibly get it. So you don't leave la crying you don't want to you don't want to be crying sure. it sounds like it might cry a little <laughs> harder leaving new york it sounds like it just a, a, a much it, difficult it's possible yeah. it's, it's definitely uh it's definitely a more uh intermediate skill level again not to say that you know a newbie can't do it uh, i was actually just corresponding with a young man from poland last week uh he's coming to New York in October. He really wants to spend a day at JFK. You know, I checked him out on Facebook, and you know it's planes everywhere. Mm. Um, you know, really enthusiastic guy. And I'm like, okay, listen, you 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 got to read through these spotting guides. Right. You have like you have to know them at least well enough to know that you know where you're going to go if it's the morning and they're on the 22s, or if it's the afternoon and they're on the 31s. Um, because otherwise you're just going to be disappointed. But man, you can get some really good shots there. Do you think in the future that maybe possibly uh, the New York airports, JFK, will ever have a designated plane spotting location? Do you think that's even in the cards moving forward? Unfortunately, I, I, I just don't see it ever happening. Mm -hmm. We tried over the years, we've tried some very direct outreach with them, um, going to airport authority board meetings, making presentations for all sorts of different ideas we had from airport watch to spotters events. And a lot, we kept finding the same thing. We could work our contacts, people we knew that were lower level and they would be extraordinarily receptive to it. They'd kick it up a level, extraordinarily receptive to it. And we would, you know, everybody loved it until it got to the top, until it got to the, Port Authority Board or Port Authority Police Administration or Airport Administration, mm. and they would just shoot it down mm. time after time again. It's really unfortunate, but just not a priority for them. You know, just as a group of, of enthusiasts, 
we really, you know, created something special. Yeah. Um, there's, there's somebody out, you know, definitely every, if it's good weather, they're out there every weekend, um, you know, being seen. And that's, if we're not going to get help from the airport, then going out and being seen by the public right. so that they're not thinking that we're a problem right. is really the best thing we can do. And man, I just love going on, you know, the various outlets, be it our website or there's a Facebook group, uh, New York Airport Spotting and Photography. It's run by a couple old friends of the site, you know, old time, as we would call them, NYCAers. Uh-huh. Uh, and you know, man, I'm seeing photos every day. You know, the stuff people get are, it's just fantastic. Airlines from around the world, you know, similar to LAX, but a different mix, uh, much more European focused. LAX is a lot more Pacific focused, you know, with the UN in town, you get, you know, even outside of UN week, you never know when something, you know, when, you know, the Qataris are going to show up or, you know, somebody's right. going to show up in something that you couldn't see coming. And all of a sudden, you know, what's that next thing? I can't recognize it. And it's something that you hardly ever see anywhere in the United States. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, we get the same thing here and we go crazy. Ben, this has been absolutely fascinating getting to know you and learning more about spotting in New York. Well, let's, Talk a little bit more about the upcoming Spot LAX 2022 event coming up days away. Up after the break. Stay tuned. Folks, again from the flight deck, we hope you're enjoying those luxurious seats and plentiful complimentary beverages. All right. This is a it's a podcast. Well, then we hope you're enjoying the banter. Stay tuned for more. Oh, yes. Always more to the story. Oh, isn't that right, Ben? Yes. Let's find out more about the upcoming Spot LAX 2022 just days away. Ben, tell us more. All right. Um, Man, we are still working out a few, a lot of details. You know, a lot of COVID, man, that makes it so much more difficult to plan an event like this. Mm. You know, we have, you know, some ground rules that we agreed upon as a group. You know, so a lot of that requires us to wait until we're close to make some decisions. We've traditionally always had a dinner on Saturday evening. Right. Um, and we love to use Proud Bird for that. They, you know, it's, it's just a fantastic location with airplanes right there. Mm-hmm. The food's good. Oh, yes. But, you know, this year we decided, you know, we decided early on that if we could get the patio, Mm-hmm. or a section of the patio reserved for us. That was kind of our preference. Okay. And, you know, we reached out to them and they were uh, open to that, but they wanted to make sure that they weren't going to be able to uh, rent it out to somebody who was actually going to pay for the space versus right. just paying for food. Right. Um, which I get, you know, we, we run this on a absolute shoestring budget, right. which, you know, kind of makes it fun you know we want everybody to be able to participate but we also you know don't have a whole lot of funds that we can put into it so we we should be having announcements soon about dinner and we should have announcements soon or we're trying to pull something together with lawa for friday afternoon um i'm not 
sure if it's going to happen or not. We're kind of going back and forth with them still. Okay. As soon as it's confirmed, we will get the information out there. So there's a lot of events over the weekend, including Cranky Dork Fest on Saturday morning outside the In-N-Out Burger. Yes, man, love Dork Fest. Cranky started that, I want to say, a year or two before we started doing Spot LAX. And maybe, uh, what was it? It was 2018. One day we were brainstorming. We're like, you know what? We should reach out to him and see if we can do these things the same weekend. Because there's a lot of people who would go to both but they're not going to go to both if they're not at the same time. Right. And it's been, man, it's been a great partnership for us. You know, it's a, it's a real fun event to go to and, you know, spend a couple hours with a few hundred like-minded people eating burgers, talking shop, and, you know, watching some nice planes land right overhead. It's so much fun. Oh, yeah. No, we talked to Brett last week, and I, I, I don't think Brett understands. I mean, we hear it all the time in the live shows. Oh, I can't wait for Cranky Dork Fest. I can't wait for the weekend. I said, Brett, I don't think you understand how many people might be coming to your event. You might have to, like, move uh, it somewhere. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know what Brett's projections are for how many people may be there this year. I know we are seeing a very large uptick. This year, I, this, it, it's a, this a Spot LAX this year has the potential to be our most well attended nice. event ever, and not by a small margin. Wow! Um, and I have a feeling that Brett may experience the same thing with Cranky Dork Fest. Right. There's just a lot of pent up post COVID demand. Mm-hmm. We saw it a little bit last year. I think we're going to see it even more this year. People just want to get out. They want to see people again. Right. Um, and that's part of the reason why we give so many months notice for these events and we announce them in, you know, February, I think we did this year, um, because we want to give people plenty of time to plan and plenty of time to look forward to it. Right. And, uh, I mean, there's events throughout the course of the weekend and then Sunday morning in conjunction with, uh, jet tip and the H hotel, you have what, uh, donuts and, and coffee on the deck. Yeah. Coffee and donuts on the deck. We call it. Um, that event does require that you be a guest at the H hotel to get access to the roof deck, unfortunately, but we do have a lot of people staying at the hotel this year. We, we actually sold our, we actually sold our our room block, got another room block and sold it out (laughs) in the the span of a couple of weeks. Wow. It was, it was (laughs) stunning. Like I've never seen anything. That hotel is going to be just full of plane spotters. Oh, it sure is. Uh, last year, on Saturday night, that hotel didn't have a room to give. Wow. Uh, and I, I think it's going to be the same thing this year, but Friday and Saturday night. Do you ever think about maybe doing it every six months, breaking it up, that maybe during, uh, you know, in the month of January, February, maybe you have like a, a mid uh, meetup here in Los Angeles, escape the cold and come to the nice warm temperatures? I mean, we're, we're always trying to think of new and exciting things. I don't know that we would, we've, we've tossed around a lot of ideas over the year. We've tossed around trying to find a, a, a common school break week and doing a spot LAX junior. We've tossed around doing uh, a, a spot branded event, but at another airport. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a couple that come to mind, Anchorage, uh, St. Martin. Yeah, there's some really cool places where you could have Oh, yeah. You know, some very interesting events. Mm-hmm. Uh, but honestly, the amount of planning and the amount of time this takes, 
you know, I, speaking for myself, my ability to get, you know, enough time off during the year to do multiple spotting events and still go to places that the family wants to go with right. me. Right. Um, it's not something that's in the cards right now, but we're always, we're always keeping our eye out for opportunities. Oh, that's cool that you guys are looking at other ways to expand this event. And I want people to understand, uh, listening that, this is relatively a free event, the Spot LAX 2022. I mean, basically, you just have the cost of airfare and hotel, but the event is basically free. Yeah, it, we we do everything we can to keep the cost to really, you know, nothing, you know, beyond what you want to spend. Paying for your hotel, the H Hotel, I, I was first admitted, it's not the least expensive hotel in the world. It's not the least expensive hotel on century boulevard mm-hmm. um we partner with them because and the whole the whole place is am geek themed uh <laughs> down to the name if you, i don't know if you know that Kevin. oh yes oh i know it's the yes it's the runway <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, but it's really you know you know it's your cost of getting to la it's your cost of you know putting yourself in a hotel it's your cost of your meals it's the cost of the equipment you bring with you right and we see people come with thousands of dollars in photo gear professional quality and we see people come with cell phones and you know what everybody has the same amount of fun and uh, you know Um, last year when i was there i noticed a lot of people actually just fly in and maybe just for the saturday of the cranky dork fest mostly but people actually fly in that morning and they attend the events and then they'll literally fly out later that night (laughs) they sure will we see it every year in fact it's we're always trying to get people in like, Hey, why don't you, why don't you stay another day? Or why don't you come in, you know, the day before I, I get that that's not viable for some people. Uh, and so some of it is it's the draw that, you know, you could even, you can fly in from New York the morning of, you can be on the 6am flight. You've landed at LAX by nine o'clock, nine thirty at the latest, you know, walk over to in and out for 11 right. spend a few hours there and you get the red eye home <laughs> right sounds like a great day to me we would love it if you stay a little longer you know maybe you're not a plane spotter yeah give it a shot right you know, or or don't just kind of hang out with us and talk you now there's there's time between airplanes and we only want to talk about airplanes <laughs> in between airplane you got that right uh ben so where can people find out more information about the upcoming spot lax 2022 and nyc aviation online best place nycaviation.com uh i believe our spot lax introduction is front and center there still uh it'll have all the information you need uh in that article it'll have um where you can sign up for our newsletter. We send that out. You know, anytime we have something to announce, it goes to the newsletter first. Uh, the weekend of the event, I try to do at least an update every morning on what we have going on. So I really strongly recommend people sign up for the newsletter. Our strongest social media presence is on Twitter. Uh, I'm sure we'll be putting posts and stuff that weekend about events coming up and photos that have been taken. We try to do some stuff on Instagram as well, but we're definitely stronger on Twitter. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the weekend. Are you looking forward to the weekend? I am really looking forward to that weekend. Right. I do every year. We're starting to get into crunch time for me. We're, man, a lot to do. I have a box of raffle prizes sitting behind me that oh. got to get shipped to the H Hotel <laughs> to meet me there. I, I, I bought stuff 
uh, before COVID started as wow. raffle prizes. Wow. And uh, yeah, they're still sitting here two and a half years later. Okay, Ben, hold on a good. second. When is this raffle? I, I, I didn't know about this raffle. Where, the raffle when? Oh, Where? What? Yeah. So, <laughs> so traditionally, the raffle happens at dinner. Okay. Uh, and that's our goal. Uh, there's a small chance that'll happen at Donuts on the Deck on Sunday morning. Okay. But be, because the dinner is open to anybody, you don't have to be staying at the H Hotel to go to dinner. Right. We're going to try to do something Saturday evening. We okay. will put information on the website. We'll put information on Twitter. And we will absolutely have the information on that in the newsletter uh, as soon as we have a final decision on when that's going to happen. <laughs> but it will be happening. Perfect. Well, I'm excited about that. All right. Well, I'm all excited about this weekend. The biggest spotting event in Los Angeles happening when again so it's the weekend of september 17th and 18th uh we will have people arriving as early as the 14th and 15th that wednesday and thursday before people staying as late as monday and tuesday after um a lot of us myself included we we make a week out of it almost excellent uh there's just so much for us to do and you know my favorite thing about about lax you know they say the same thing about oshkosh you come for the planes, you come back for the people. Yes. Uh, I, I'm definitely in the coming back for the people part. I meet new people every year. Every year we get people who are like, this is great. I can't wait to come back next year. And I'm like, great. I can't wait to see you. Nice. Uh, I, I, come, I come home with half a dozen new friends every year. And some of my really closest friends. This is the one week a year that I'm guaranteed to see them. You know, the beauty of aviation. We right. make friends all over the country and all over the world. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. We know that all too well here at Airline Videos Live. I mean, the community that we've built just on the live broadcast, and it is worldwide. It's amazing. So It is. It's been wonderful to watch happen. Well, Ben, I am so excited about that weekend coming up. Thank you so much for joining me on the Airline Videos Live Plane Jockeys podcast. I guess I'll see you in a few days, huh? Yeah, we'll see you very soon. Thanks for having me. Yes, thank you, Ben. And we'll see you all there. We'll see you next time on the Plane Jockeys Podcast. Bye-bye. Well, folks, we finally made it. That's good, because the first officer and I have talked so much, I feel like I know him better than my brother. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Plane Jockeys Podcast, a companion to Airline Videos Live. Goodbye. Find us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Airline Videos, or visit AirlineVideos.com. On behalf of the entire crew, thanks for joining us, and we hope to see you again on the next Playing Jockeys podcast. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.